while you hear the music, here we are once again, your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast on a Friday. Man, it seems like it was just a couple of days ago we saw this guy, realty expert Adam Helgeson, back in the studios today. How are you doing, man? Doing good. Good, doing good, good, good. Did you uh, get to enjoy any of your Veterans Day? Uh, I know the kids were off from school and all that. Did you get to have a little bit of fun with the family? Yeah, after I did the podcast, uh, took off and went to Fargo and hung out and spent some money. Good. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about realty uh, on Veterans Day, which is okay with me, but uh, yeah. I think we will today. Uh, what I want to talk about, uh, the joys and maybe not so joys of moving I'm not a big fan of moving. I mean, it's an exciting time in your life uh, when you move, but I still hate it. Let's talk about the joys and the not-so-joys of moving, Adam. You know, a lot of people, they don't understand how much crap they actually collect. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, even if you've switched jobs or moved offices, you know what I mean? You you feel you've been there for two years. How much crap can you collect in your office? now? Mm-hmm. Think of that in a whole home front, and if you have kids and you know stuff stored otherwhere, uh, everywhere. So, you know, the moving process and getting prepped to move is 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 a big process. So, you know, if you're thinking about selling, um, you know, at Berkshire Hathaway, we do go above and beyond here as well, um, knowing how to help different ways to downsize, um, whether it's getting a storage unit ahead of time or um, I don't. Older couple, they were downsizing and moving to Arizona, and he had a giant shop with tools and everything. Um, so I have different connections. Like I got him in touch with KBID. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever heard of KBID, so yep. they were, came out and were you know going to think about doing an online auction. But then I have another guy, um, good high school friend of mine, Jason Benoit. He has Benoit's Barnwood out of Kirkland. Oh sure, yeah, from the Gently area there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he came out and ended up buying the whole thing. Oh, wow. All the tools, all the wood, all the furniture. You know, he's like, I can use this for projects. And, um, you know, so just going in and helping them get rid of stuff and where to to get rid of stuff and and how to downsize and make your house sellable um, to make that moving process easier. You know, and kind of going back to the military, too, I have a couple I'm just listing that just listed their house. and they know they're going to be moving soon. So they're like, well, I would rather have to worry about renting an apartment for three months than moving and having a double mortgage and not being able to sell my house on time. Sure. You know, so they're listing it early just to, to, to cover that. And, um, you know, we kind of did some of that downsizing stuff there, too. And, and you know, I brought this up before uh, the joys and not so joys of moving, but um, especially in the winter. I mean, it's a lot easier or a lot harder uh, to do. I mean, uh, you know, maybe you own a trailer or something. It might not be enclosed. It's a lot easier to do in the summer. But I know uh, with Berkshire Hathaway, I mean, you guys have got your lenders. You've got all of these people that you are in touch with that you kind of team up with. What about like moving companies and things like that? Do you have a list of those too? And do you steer people in that direction? They're like, well, how do I get all my stuff from point A to point B? And uh, does Adam Helgeson say... I think I could maybe help you out with that too. Yeah, we have, I mean, we don't pick one business over another. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have preferred lenders and stuff. So we have sheets we give out, same with home inspectors and um, different stuff like that. I just met Randy. He's a great guy. He's a a vehicle transport. So if you need vehicles hauled, he's, you know, awesome. He goes all over. Um, So just having that network of connections that can help 
So um, you basically give them a give them a list of different ones and kind of let them pick. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. I was going to say too, because uh, uh, when we were talking, I think with uh, John last week about how uh, the time to uh, what was it buy a home is actually uh, better in the winter months. So having those kind of connections would obviously be really beneficial if you're doing that. Yeah. That, and the, the winter months, you know, there there's not as many people shopping, so mm-hmm. it's not as competitive. Um, you know, I always warn my buyers too, though, there's a lot of unknowns you can't see in the winter, you know, mm-hmm. the, the condition of the roof sure. know, is, um, I had one couple come in and they bought in the winter and the, uh, here, the sloping wasn't right in the front of their house when all the snow melted, he went into the basement, he texted me and he said, it looked like a waterfall coming through his basement window. Cause it all went to the you know, the window and was coming in. Oh, I know all about that. Um, that happened mm-hmm. to me. I yeah. mean, my, my egress window, it looked like a fish tank. Yeah, yeah. that's what this was. And he's like, what do I do? These were young first-time home buyers. So, um, you know, luckily I had a connection for 700 bucks. My guy came over and pulled all the rock back, hauled in leveled dirt and put the rock back and, and fixed it for him, you know. Um, so, I mean, there, there's pros and cons to both. Uh huh. You know? and, and another thing I could imagine, um, say you find a house in the winter and we've got our typical two feet of snow on the ground and you've got this big, beautiful fenced in backyard. And then uh, come springtime, you find out it's all just dirt and crap. Um, so, yeah, I could see there would be a lot of hiddens uh, just living up here uh, as far as things you can't see. Mostly crap, especially when they have dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is my biggest. Oh, pet. I know all about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> That is my biggest pet peeve. It's like my homeowner calls. They're like, this yard is just littered. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Well, right. I always tell people, I because I, I take pride in my yard. Uh, I will admit I've kind of laxed on things in the yard uh, in the last month or so. But um, with all the dogs that I own and the dogs in my neighborhood, I don't have a yard. I have a dog pasture. Nice. And, and that's, oh, yeah. Anytime now putting in these new windows in my house, it's like I got to keep telling the guys, Oh, watch out for the dog poop. Watch out for the yeah, dog well, poop. And, watch and, out for the dog and, poop. And, I mean, not to get off topic here, but uh, getting into the spring, I, I just uh, refer to it as poop soup. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's yeah. just all melted and yeah. watered down. But now. you know what? If, if, if you're showing somebody a house, uh, Adam, and, and you come up to this nice looking backyard, and, and there's probably not a bigger turnoff than a yard full of dog crap. Exactly. Yep. So if you're too lazy to do it, I know. I bring my dog out to stay in play or whatever. There's mm-hmm. a, a banner on the wall that they have people that have come clean up the poop for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's all things, you know, before I list a house, I go through, I nitpick it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I help, you know, relieve some of those issues. So, you know, it, it is ready to hit the market because one cleanliness sells. Mm-hmm. All right. If you can walk into the house and not feel like you have to go home and take a shower, you know what I mean? Buyers will walk in and be like, okay, I can come right in and move into this place with no issues, mm-hmm. you know, um, repairing nail holes and, and, and little things like that. It drives me nuts when I go to a house and we're walking through and there's burnt out light bulbs. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm like, if the homeowner can't even change a light bulb, what other issues are neglect have they done to this place? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when I got um, my house too, one of the things that I was like going through it after I had moved in and I was like, wow, it seemed like a really odd spot to put a chair. Well, then you move the chair and, Sure enough, there's a big old urine stain in the carpet right oh, there, yeah. you know. Well, even with hardwood floors and stuff, if there's a big rug in the living room, I always look it up, lift it up and look. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You never, yeah. you never know. And now all of a sudden, your clothes, they move out. And you do the final walkthrough and you're like, what the heck is this and that? And 
I mean, that happened to me when I lived out and bought the house in Bismarck. They had, uh, they claimed to have a non-shedding house-trained dog. Mm-hmm. After we moved in, I come downstairs or whatever, and there's big stains all over where their under where their couches were. So I start BS with a neighbor, and they're like, uh, "It was a beagle. One, they're non-shedding, <laughs> and two, they would always leave and just lock it in the basement. We oh, could hear it boy. howling. So I'm, I had to replace all the carpet and pad in that basement. Oh so man." It's, and, and, and I would imagine being the kind of guy you are, if um, say they'd closed or whatever, and you're going through and doing the last walkthrough and you see that rug and, and you being you lifted up and you see why there was a big rug there, uh, knowing you, you probably go get that fixed, don't you? I do. I, so one client, I mean, it's not funny. It's a great thing. One client I had, um, they bought, it was over in East Grand, and we uh, show up to do the final walkthrough. We're supposed to close at 9, so we get there at 8.30. The house is still full of crap, and they're still loading everything up. Mm. And I'm like, we're supposed to close. They're like, don't worry. It'll be clean. We'll have everything done by the time we get back. We're almost done. I'm like, all right. So we went and closed, and we came back, and it was the biggest crap show. I mean, they had taken dead cats and just swept the cat crap under the cabinets. And oh, it was, boy. So I ended up giving my client over $700 to have the house professionally cleaned. I'm like, this is... And and where does that seven hundred dollars come from? My pocket. Yeah, um, and, you know, and I asked the other agent that I'm. They're like, "Oh, I'm glad that what doesn't fall on us." I'm like, "What? Uh, just take care of your clients." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. and you know that's another reason why when you're buying or selling, you should be thinking about these things months in advance. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, I get it. There there could be a spur of the moment thing. Well, hey, I just found out I'm getting transferred in a week. I got to get out of here. But most people, that's not the issue. No, uh, most people procrastinate. Uh, I know I'm guilty as heck at being a procrastinator. But that's one of the reasons why if you're thinking about buying or selling, you should be working on these things months in advance. Correct. Yes. It's nice you know, to, to talk to an agent, you know, shop around, um, figure out who you want to work with, or just call me. Um, you know, yeah. either way works. Call me. I've got all my tools <laughs> in my truck. Um, but yeah, just getting your house staged, knowing what will sell, um, getting it, getting it ready, and two pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, if an agent's walking through your house with their cell phone taking pictures, fire them on the spot because that's just sanity. You okay, know, that's that's not marketing. You okay. know what I mean? We have. I know I always have professional photographers come through, mm-hmm. um, make take nice pictures. We have our Matterport camera, which we can do like 3D walkthroughs yep. and all that stuff. You're hiring that agent for a reason. Yeah. And online marketing, especially with COVID and everything right now, that is huge. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're getting your money's worth. So um, a, a good real estate agent or a real estate expert actually probably just isn't one person. I mean, you're, you know, Adam Helgeson, realty expert, but you've also got a team working with you because if you want this done the way it's supposed to be done, the Berkshire way, that's what you have to do. Exactly. It's Berkshire Hathaway family realty for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We are one big team. When you hire an agent with us, you're getting the whole office. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, We have social media platforms to help advertise each other's listings. Um, we're helping each other out. We all have network connections as far as, hey, what about this situation? This person needs this. Can you help out or know anyone? And you know what I mean? It, it's our whole office's network, which mm. is which is amazing. I was with a different company first 
um, and switched over, and it was like night and day. Yeah. It is amazing. And, and you know, what the hours that you guys have, because you're basically on call. Pretty much. Uh, and, and, and I know you spent a lot of time in the office. You mentioned you were there 8.30, whatever it was the other night, but um, heard you guys are maybe putting in a little gym. So uh, yeah. now you can have a chance to uh, actually still stay healthy <laughs> and yeah. while you're still trying to serve your clients. Yeah. No, it's it's awesome. I mean, we have a big conference room. We got a full-size kitchen, nicer than a lot of houses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, so we do a lot of stuff there in the office and help each other out. So it, it's great. So Okay. Um, now, we were talking before the show uh, today. Um, I never heard of the iBuy program. Uh, explain the iBuy program, Adam. So what the iBuy program is is something – that Berkshire Hathaway offers. We have investors around the area. Um, and if you're interested in selling your house without the hassle, right? A lot of people don't want to clean. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have open houses. They don't want to have random people walking through their house and last minute showings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what you can do is you can call me. I will come out and I'll do a walkthrough of your house, do the market analysis, evaluation, say, okay, hey, if we were to list it and you want to go through all the trouble, you know what I mean? This is market value, what we could get it, minus commissions and fees. You know what I mean? Go mm-hmm. over that process. What I'll also do is I'll send my market analysis over to our investors. And within 72 hours, they will give a cash offer. Walk away, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just close, and, cash and, price. And that's a great thing. Um, I mean, for example, now it's it's different for everybody that's selling. Yep. Um, uh, last time I sold a house, um, had a kid playing hockey, had a couple of dogs. Um, you got things, you know, all of a sudden, oh, by the way, we just got a call. They want to show the house in two hours. Well, that means you got to get home. You got to make sure everything looks good. You got to make sure everything's clean the way it should be. Get the dogs out, get the dogs out, uh, make sure they're in the backyard or take them for a ride, you yeah. know, just to get them out of there. But this is a whole different deal. This I buy program. Now I would imagine because it's less work. Uh, as far as you're maybe concerned or not, I might be wrong, but I would imagine then the houses, do they go for probably a little bit less than they would if they were going to do it the traditional way? Yeah, no, it's going to be a, it's going to be a lower offer, you know, but that should be, it should be. I mean, you can walk away. Like we had one, the guy, um, ended up getting a job and when he contacted me, he, he left in four days for Omaha Mm -hmm. and he had the movers pick up his stuff and, you know, we sent them the documents and we closed and I walked in and. I mean, there's trash and garbage and stuff anywhere. So, the, you know, I mean, the investors take and, mm-hmm. you know, some of them they flip. Some of them, you know, they just sell for them. Um, you know, so they got to look out for their best interest, too, as far as possibly, you know, mm-hmm. at least breaking even or, you know, helping. No, you know, sometimes, sometimes the convenience of it is just worth it. it well, is. that's I mean, just yeah, it. It's just convenience. A, just a personal story. I mean, this, it was the moving company was just kind of like, wow, this is really weird. But I'd moved apartments so many times. I was just so tired of packing up stuff and having to move. So I just called them up and I said, yeah, I just need you guys to move all my stuff from one apartment to the next. And they showed up and I didn't have anything boxed. I didn't have anything. I just said, just grab everything you can, throw it in your truck. And when you get to the next place, just grab it all and throw it in the living room. And I'll just sort it out later. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it worked. Yeah, they weren't too happy about it, but, <laughs> yeah. but at least I didn't have to go through all the trouble again. Yeah, they probably weren't happy because they were liable for it, if anything. Oh, sure. Two places. Yeah. But, now, um, when, you, when you talk about these uh, investors, Adam, uh, with the iBuy program, are they realtors or just certain investors that can get in on this? Or 
say maybe Joe Blow, John Roberts wanted to, to try to do something like this. How do you find these investors? Uh, it's through the company. Mm-hmm. That I, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I mean, you can always reach out to uh, our higher-ups if you want to be an investor, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, have a lot of people taken advantage of this iBuy program? You know, we have we have a few. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, that one guy left in a week, and we had another couple that built the house and lived there their whole life and just lived in their lake home and just wanted to get rid of it and didn't want to come back to town. Yep. So, okay. I and mean, and, and different, I, different scenarios every time. Right. You know? and, and I get it, the guy that got transferred in a matter of days, but uh, do you ever find that, um, and I'm sure this happens, people just go, I don't want to deal with it. Yep. I don't want to move all this stuff. If they're like me, I don't hardly ever throw anything away because I'm sure I can use it one day. This is brand new. It's a light switch or a plumbing piece or something. It's brand new, still in the package. I'm never going to use it, but call darn it, I'm never going to throw it away either because you never know. But people just get sick of it and go, look, if I'm not going to do it, I'll just let you do it. And in today's times, too, I could see how this could be really beneficial with people not wanting to travel because of COVID or be in contact with everybody else. So this is just an opportunity for them to just not having random people walk through the house and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. You know, a lot of it goes to for. you know, let's say your mom got sick and moved to a nursing home and the kids are out of the area. Well, they just don't want to deal with the hassle yep. or, you know, I mean, all, there's many different scenarios, but it's just a good way. And you don't have to take the offer. There's no commitment to either of them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You could have me come out and look at both and go over everything and be like, nah, yeah. I'll just rent it. Or yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, because you know? they're, they're thinking, well, I thought my house was worth this much. Well, it is if you would do this. Yep, exactly. And I'll go with that, too. You know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like I said, I'm blunt. I actually had one guy, he called us for the iBuy, so I did the whole scenario, and he didn't like the numbers I was at. I'm like, your house is max this price. And he's like, nope. He thought it was like twenty five grand higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, uh, it's not. You know what I mean? And he ended up going with a different agent that was willing to list it for that price, and now it's been sitting on the market for three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, overpricing your house isn't going to get you the money. Right. <laughs> and in and, and your profession, I mean, you have to be blunt. I mean, this is a huge, huge investment in your life, and you have to be blunt. If you really want to do your job correctly, you have to be, no matter if it hurts or not, these people. Yeah, and I mean, it's... So if I would have, if I would have listed it now, I would have been doing pictures, wasting money on advertising, doing all this stuff for a house that's never going to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Until he comes down on the price, you know what I mean? They, they it would have been a lot. It would have been I would losing money. Yeah, I would have been losing money and time. And and I would imagine it is as harder to be excited about trying to sell this house when you know it's probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's probably going to be a while. Yeah, exactly. So. You know, and again, getting back to this is why you should be preparing for this stuff months in advance. Um, if I want to buy a house or if I want to sell a house, I'm going to call Adam Helgeson. Say I'm shooting for July of next year. You know, I'm going to be calling you in April or something like that. But yeah. you need to be on top of the game because there is so much stuff involved. Yeah, and I've had a few, you know, people call me and they say, hey, so we're thinking about selling come out, let me know what you think I need to do. Um, Prime one is when I just listed in Laramore. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? They had a renter there. They fixed it all up, um, and they thought they were done. They're like, hey, we wanted – and I came through. I'm like, well, I would do this. I'd do that. I'd fix the soffits, make it – 
um, eligible for USDA financing and F, uh, VA financing. You know what I mean? Because you have to base it mm-hmm. on the clientele. And yeah, they went ahead and fixed everything, and we just listed it, and it's um, been pretty positive reviews so far. But. Yeah, because uh, a lot of airbase personnel actually live in Laramar. Well, that- I mean, it makes sense. It, it, it's right there. You know, it's fairly close. But, um, you know, that's another thing. Uh, you knowing what you do with being a realty expert, you don't just walk in and go, wow, the curtains would look good here and this yeah. would look good there. You're looking at like the structure and, and the things that really make a difference in a house, not just what would look cutesy cutesy here. There's yeah. way more to it than that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I try and see. So a lot of agents like compete against each other. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not competing against other agents. Right. Because agents, we have the ability to work together. When I come list your house, I try and see, OK, what's going to make your house stand out over everyone else's? Because houses do compete. Mm-hmm. Right. The buyers are looking at different houses. So what makes yours unique? And then we advertise the heck out of that. Right. Um, so you can't really go with judgments. Like if you're a great part of town, well, might be a great part of town for you, but mm-hmm. to someone else, it's the worst part of town. Yep. So find out what that house has that makes it stand out because every house has unique features mm-hmm. and it's just finding those out and, and bringing those forward. So potential buyers can be like, Hey, you know, that might be what I would need. You know, do you ever run into the people, the clients, uh, they've got their dream house in mind, their vision, and they can't find it. And they keep, you know, you might show them house after house after house. And they go, this just isn't exactly what I was thinking. What do you do then? Keep searching. I've yep. worked with some people for over two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some people I work with a lot of very specific clients too. Like I have one guy right now, he's looking for one of those shop houses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep, it's, yep. it's mostly shop with the living quarters. Yep. Um, he's got a really cool house to sell, but he's in no hurry. So he wants to find, you know, his next place first. And I, I got a, like right now I have 18 buyers up to my board that I'm searching for. Wow. Um, and some of them are looking for like 20 acre properties close to Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So one's looking for a horse property. Um, but I'm part of the Grand Forks, Fargo, and Bemidji multiple listing system, so I can search oh. all over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you're wondering about these shop houses, um, I don't know if you spend a lot of time up at, at a lake or anything, but you're seeing more and more of those, especially up uh, like at Lake of the Woods. Now, I yeah. know uh, a lot of the places, it was always a cabin. You know, you always had a cabin, maybe with a garage. But then you start thinking about if you're a true fisherman, uh, maybe you ice fish and you summer fish and you do all this. A lot of these people now are just building a big shop with a living quarters in it. Yep. So that way they can have all their toys in. You don't have to worry about finding a place to go store your boat for the winter, or finding a place to go store your, snow, you know, store your snowmobiles. But those things are becoming more and more popular all the time. They are. I know. Even out by Fertile, there's a few of them popping mm-hmm. up. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, or else even like he's looking for something like an old fire hall. He just has some cars and he wants... Uh, you know, a place to park his cars with the living quarters in. Mm-hmm. So wow, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see them all the time. In fact, uh, they kind of look like a dream house to me. Yeah, some of these places. Yeah, um, Adam, how does somebody get a hold of you if they want to use you as a realtor expert? Well, you can give me a shout on my cell seven zero one three one seven one seven five zero. Um, you can check out my website. They got my own website, homesbyhelgeson.com, or just give the office a call seven four six zero three zero three. Thanks for coming in again today, man. It's always a pleasure. Uh, There we go. Our realty expert, Adam Helgeson for the Berkshire Hathaway.
Uh, and there you go, wrapping it up for the week. Your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Again, thanks, Adam. And folks, have yourself a great weekend. If you're looking to buy or sell, he's got a call. Adam Helgeson, Berkshire Hathaway. Have a good weekend.